When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another sizzling hot episode of Trashy Divorces, y'all. Summer Spectacular Leo Edition. Leo Edition is right. Today, ah, Borderline from 1983's Madonna's self-titled Madonna Mm. album. Great song. It is a great song, actually. It's a real, I love that song. Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a long time. Oh my God, it's it's a good song. Our divorces today. It's Madonna. It's Madonna Day. Y'all, she's had two. We've got them both. I covered... The romance and firework red flag affair of Madonna and Sean Penn, the 80s marriage and divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? Big headlines on on that one. I covered the trashy divorce of Madonna and Guy Ritchie, which, I don't know, like a little less explosive, but still lots of... Lots of good trash candy in that one. So much good trash candy. Before we get to the episode, what did we do on Patreon this week? Good Lord. We did a lot of stuff on Patreon this week. On Sunday, we launched a new thing on Patreon. We did. Currently titled Trashtrology. We're still workshopping that. What we're going to be doing every month is a astrological profile of that sign. So earlier this week, our profile of the Leo got posted Really exciting stuff. We'll have Virgo coming up on like the 22nd of August to kick off that trastrology for a virgin signs. Okay. Yeah, I did a trashy tidbits that uh, we we called Died and Died. That was pretty fun. Uh, about uh, Rudy Giuliani's new hairstyle and the unfortunate passing of a, an earlier trashy divorces subject named Maurice Amon. Oh, oh, oh. I finally caught the hell up and did a profile on the Four Marys. Sure, the greatest girl band of Tudor times. The greatest girl band of Tudor times and Beaton Seton, La Flamina, and <laughs> Lusty. That was pretty fun. Ooh, and fun with done this week. Mm-hmm. Did an update and profile on a story I affectionately called The Bitches of Palm Beach. I mean, it would, that's a good we title. We had to wrap Palm Beach and think we... To, Did it? We're going to leave that there. It's a good title. Hey, who joined our Trash Candy team over on Patreon this oh week? Oh my gosh, Trash Candy team. We had so many people join. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting mm-hmm. us on Patreon. Yep. Jessica S., Victoria P., Kimberly B., Brandy, Thea S. Thank you to Becca, Tamara, Jamie S., Corey C., Laura C., Sarah May, Kelly B, Jane W, Sharon SF, and Lauren R. Y'all are awesome. And Elizabeth D, Nancy W, Tara Lee N, Janet M, and Lindsay S. Thank you so much Thanks to all everybody of you. for joining us over there. We continue to delight in the amount of fun this week. I think we're going to sit down. We've had an interesting news day today, and I think that you're going to put on your fury pants and do a little bit of a rant. We have book club coming up with the daughter of oh, time we do. on yeah, the 15th. Yeah, yeah. We do. That should be good. Yeah. Consider joining us over there. It is a ton of fun on Team Trash Candy mm-hmm. on Patreon. Yep. Oh, also. Oh. Y'all, thanks everybody out there on Facebook and 
Twitter and Insta who took time out to wish me a happy birthday. It was super sweet. Y'all are the very nicest and the very best in a good birthday was had by all. I introduced Stacy to the magical wonder that is Cats the stage production. Yeah, we went and saw it. We were Jellical Cats. It was amazeballs and my birthday was made so much better by all of y'all taking the time to wish me a happy day. Y'all are the very best. Thanks again for tuning in. You ready to uh, Madonna it up? Let's Madonna it up. You just keep on pushing my love over the borderline. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Alicia, I hear that you have some material relevant to girls. <laughs> I do have material. True blue. True blue today. Uh, this story would be wonderfully sweet if it were not so trashy. Yeah. Today I am bringing you the trashy divorce of Madonna and Sean Penn. Does it make you feel like a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is a ray of light. Moving on. Okay. Today. Two fire signs, not just two fire signs, two fucking Leos, y'all. We're wishing a very happy early birthday, carrying on the birthday theme. Our birthday girl, Madonna, is an August 16th baby, so her birthday is coming up this week. Sean is hot on her heels, is an August 17th baby. They're right up smack against each other. Like, their star charts are not that terribly different, and... And it shows... In your terms of nostrology, Mm -hmm. they're burned alive. Burned alive. Two fire signs are burned alive. And well, I'll let y'all decide. Today, I'm bringing you the tale of the poison pens, which is what these two were called in the press in the heyday. Yeah. Don't remember that. The poison pens. Perfect for them, though. For those of y'all who are not chilling out in the 80s, Madonna was a big fucking deal. This marriage was a big fucking deal. Sean Penn's temper. Was a big fucking deal. This was 80s at its neon spandexed, ripped with a crucifix around my neck, big. Yeah, I remember a lot of stories from back then of like a reporter pops out from behind a tree with a camera and Sean Penn grabs the camera and smashes it into the reporter's face against the tree. And that's like Tuesday. That's pretty much in 1986. mm, That's Tuesday for Sean Penn. Okay, let's do this. Madonna, born August 16th, 1958, Catholic family. Two older brothers, three younger siblings, so she's kind of in the middle. Her mom dies when she's five. So she's got a lot of things that are happening in her childhood. And this sort of places, you know, some responsibility on her to step up. She's the next oldest girl in the family, right? So shit ton of kids, Catholic family. I'll live in Michigan. Dad does remarry the housekeeper in a few years, like 1966 when Madonna's like 11. So there's a little bit of... So like for for six years, she was the woman of the house, basically? Okay. Well, with the help of a, yeah, housekeeper that marries dad. So like new mom influence, but this definitely strains the relationship with her dad for a while like 11 is fucking hard in the first place yeah and now you've replaced my mom like that's tough madonna is a ridiculously good student she has this like, innate 
drive, desire, mission to do something. I call it being a Leo, but our gal is determined that she is going to make it, whatever making it entails. She starts dancing and she's super into it. Her first big dream of making it is to be a dancer. Singing was not necessarily in the equation. She works hard. She's training at the studio hours and hours and hours a day. Her hard work pays off. She lands a scholarship to University of Michigan, but she takes off her. It takes off after like a year and a half to go to the greatest city in the world. I was I was wondering how she got to New York City from yeah. Michigan. Okay, so she so college is not where she's college is finding not, her thing at nope. UMich, and uh, off she's she goes. A little too cutting edge. Like she's doing good. Mm-hmm. Like her teachers love her. She's like doing great. And she's like, this is not yeah. Formal education is not the thing for me. I need to go make it, and I need to go make it now. So with the grand sum of $37 in her pocket, kid takes off to the Big Apple. You could do so much with $37 in the (laughs) 70s and 80s. Like, it's really not fair. This is like 1978. Yeah, that's homeless today but back then i mean you can go to new york city with 37 dollars and rent an apartment and buy groceries so good (laughs) it's the greatest city in the world all right so madonna's doing her thing her rise to stardom is well documented and i encourage each of you if you are interested in the rise and staying power of this leo gal go check out all those things that have covered her times a thousand it, it's true we could not possibly we're um, we, marriage and divorce yep we, we have a we, very singular lens yeah so she's a force of nature but i'm gonna go ahead and bring her from up to 1985 and it's fame and fans and press and it's all happening for her and in february of 1985 she plans a little video shoot for this song she's got called material girl where she's going to pay homage to our gal Marilyn. And we're going to leave Madonna there in the trashy divorces depot for a minute. Okay. Okay. February 1985. Just stay in your little pink dress. Sure. And she'd already had some hits at that. Like, oh, yeah. Madonna, yeah, I've... her self-titled album mm-hmm. came out in 83. Like, okay. she's kind of came up underground through the dance clubs. And mm-hmm. she's fucking determined. Like, she's like how she makes it will... She well, and, and her her fashion style was really cutting edge. Like it, it took a lot of the '70s stuff and just made it grungier and darker. And like, apparently, she's always kind of had that style from even being little. Like she would just kind of tilt it anyway. Yeah. So she's about to don her most classic of looks in the pink dress, February '85, Trashy Divorces Depot. Sean Penn, born in Santa Monica. August 17th, 1960. He's the son of Leo Penn, who is an actor and director. Sean's mom is an actress, Eileen Ryan. So, even as a kid, like, he's in the biz. The family's in the biz. Little House on the Prairie is one of his first guest spots. His dad is directing one of those episodes. Seems so wholesome. So wholesome. But he's not new to the camera, as he has some kids in the neighborhood that he likes to hang out with. His friends... They uh, like to hang out and make short films together. Do they? Yeah. The um, they're two like really nice boys down the street, Emilio and Charlie. Oh, 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 interesting. And they're all BFFs, and they have this little film club in the neighborhood. Yeah, Emilio Estevez, Charlie, Charlie Sheen. Sheen. So 
you're already running with a pretty rarefied, yeah. Yeah. about to be happening crowd. And even though Sean Penn isn't technically Brat Pack because of his association with... Right, he's Brat Pack adjacent. He's definitely Brat Pack adjacent. So Sean's getting some roles. We do have him to thank mostly for our dude culture from his breakout role as Jeff Spicoli in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm-hmm. So Sean's landing roles, and he's continually working. He's having a lot of success as an actor. Everything's going pretty well. He's engaged to Elizabeth McGovern. Okay. Who you would know now from Downton Abbey. Oh. Right? Is she the Mrs. Yeah, she's Mrs. Okay. Downton Abbey. Okay. But Mrs. Downton? Mrs. Downton. I don't, are they the Downtons? I don't even know. It's been, a, I haven't seen that in a long time, so. Riding high, having a lot of success in film, engaged to Elizabeth McGovern. And one day he's like, uh, yeah, I've heard of that Madonna girl. She's on set today. Whatever. She's on the lot today. Let me go check out her video. February 1985. Trashy divorce train depot trains are about to. It's an episode of Sliding Doors. It really is. The stars and the pink dresses align because apparently Madonna and Sean Penn, upon meeting, are fucking on. Uh, Two fire signs are really something to watch. It can be a really good fireworks show or be a total disaster. Oftentimes both. It was kind of both for them, yeah. So Madonna dedicates her next album to him called True Blue, which is one of his favorite sayings. The liner note says, this is dedicated to my husband, the coolest guy in the universe. Wow. Yeah. Like, she's head over nutballs heels about him. And he, her, like, five months later. And they're they're in their 20s. And, like, yeah. yeah, And everything is happening. Yes. I mean, we've encountered this particular part of the story over and over again. Six months later, they're getting married in Mm -hmm. August. So. They decide in August of that same year, 1985, to have a little birthday party, which they tell the guests not to be late because you'll miss the wedding. Now, before we talk about the wedding day, I want to let you know that Madonna predicted the divorce before they were married. So go ahead and talk about some red flags. Mm. She was in an interview before they got married, noted that they were almost too much alike. As with any couple who shared traits, including fiery tempers, strong egos, and stubbornness, can tell you may not make for a lasting marriage, Madonna tells People magazine. We have so much in common that he's almost like my brother. His temperament is also similar to mine. That doesn't always make for ideal relationships, but I don't know what'll happen. And this podcast is called Trashy Divorces. Next big red flag, her friends do not like him at all. Mm. Source close to her said many of her close friends and family members disliked Sean. They saw him as spoiled and immature and were amazed by his drinking and temper tantrums. I mean, you have the most private dude in the world about to marry the most famous woman in the world. Who is also in her own way exceedingly private. Like, she's a very, like, her... Well, that's the Leo, Mm -hmm. right? They're going to shine, but when they're in their home, when they're in their nest, leave them the fuck alone. Like, that's recharge time. She's got, yeah, she has such a strange, like, like, overexposed was the word that was used Mm -hmm. all the time in the 90s about her. But yeah, she has this, like, the part of her life that is public, she wants public everywhere. Right. 
but everything else is off limits. Well, and I, I mean, isn't that a trade-off? You know what? The part of me that's public, you can have it all, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm trading for when I go away to leave me the fuck alone, get out of my driveway. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not, not how it works. The way it works. Okay. Private dude, super famous lady. It's going to go great. So even before the wedding happens in August, there's another red flag or two. In July, Sean was accused of attacking two freelance photographers mm-hmm. with a rock. <laughs> and ordered to pay two fifty dollar mm-hmm. fines. Whoa! I wow. got a rock. Two just he had to pay a hundred dollars for two assaults. Yeah, cool. Los Angeles. Well, that was this. Yeah, like he's just he's just stepping his toe in. Cool. Nineteen eighties. Let me beat up on the press. Yeah, yeah. So August sixteenth, nineteen eighty five. His birthday. Uh, not his. Oh, her birthday. Her birthday. But it will be his. Come twelve oh one. The wedding happens. There are about 220 guests. Her whole family is there. Her grandma. Rosanna Arquette is there. Some other famous attendees. Christopher Walken, Carrie Fisher, Andy Warhol, Diane Keaton, and everyone's favorite Scientologist, Tom Cruise. The invite for this wedding is precious. It says, come to our birthday party, but be sure not to be late because you'll miss the wedding ceremony. You had to RSVP with your phone number because this is the beginning of how wet star weddings happen. Like this is, it's a secret wedding. So you had to RSVP, give your phone number, and they called you the morning of the wedding to let you know where to be to go get to the wedding. And you had to show your license. Like it was, the wedding itself was locked down. Well, because of all this nonsense, right? They're married on the cliffside in Malibu helicopters sure so these were the pictures that we got from madonna's wedding there's an infamous picture of her on the balcony shooting off birds to the helicopters oh, sure yeah it's fantastic yeah great for her wanting publicity not so great for sean kind of a rocky start the young marrieds decide naturally of course we should do a movie together oh that wow okay so welcome to shanghai surprise sure in 1986 i Sort of remember. I don't know that we saw it. It was it was a bomb, right? Well, uh, one reviewer comments Madonna's incompetent performance secured her reputation as a no talent actress. Wow. Yeah, the movie had a seventeen million dollar budget. It made about two million yikes. in ticket sales. Yikes! So what happens? That's bad. Yeah. But movies don't do too great all the time. Right. Oh and no, that's bom- fine. bombs happen. Yeah. But it was during filming of this that Sean gets in a little bit more trouble. Go ahead and see if I can recap the story for you. By his own admission, he assaults a stringer for the Hong Kong Standard after the photo, the photographer snaps a picture of Madonna in Macau. I believe it's pronounced Macau. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So they're overseas filming. And so they're overseas filming. And Sean Penn walks into his hotel room and someone lunges at him. So with the aid of his bodyguard kickboxing coach, Penn, quote, grabs the guy, ran him through the room to the balcony and hung him over by his feet on the ninth floor. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Penn then they, they realizes. They brought him back. Like, they didn't drop him, right? No, they okay. brought him. No, he, he realizes he's a photographer. Okay. They let him go. Police were called. I, mm-hmm. Sean Penn and his 
kickboxing assistant bodyguard yeah (laughs) were thrown into the macau jail okay but i bet that's a cool well i don't think he didn't stay for long because when they noticed that the cell door is open he and his bodyguard just go and walk out of the jail in the easiest jailbreak in the history of the world and get the hell out of the country i feel like that was maybe a little like let's just leave the we don't want to deal with this. We'll just let the Americans. I don't walk know out. where those keys are. Anyway, he has been pardoned for this by the government. Oh, that's good. So he's mm-hmm. not in trouble for this one. Okay, so it's not like so he can travel to Macau again if he wants to for some reason. Hell, at this rate, he probably got a fucking medal. I don't know. It's a world <laughs> gone mad. Okay. <laughs> Fake news. Oh, Jesus. So let's get us to April 1986. Madonna is in a nightclub with her songwriter friend. And Walensky, is his last name, is saying goodbye to Madonna. So they're hugging, like, hug, kiss, ta-ta, see you later. And Penn jumps out and clocks the guy. Whoa. He thinks they're kissing. Penn packs such a punch that he knocked Walensky out of his seat. This time he is fined $700 and sentenced to one year of probation. Okay. He's doing a lot of projecting onto her. He thinks she's cheating on him. Friends of hers are telling the press that she's doing everything she can to make the marriage work. But he's insanely jealous to the point of, I don't know how many red flags you need. A friend of Madonna's. Tells people, the marriage has been undergoing stress all the time, but this was the first major stress, the first really traumatic episode for her. Walensky was someone she knew, and it really shook her up. It's different if you're beating, you don't need to beat anybody up, dude, Mm -mm. but it's different beating photographers up who invade our privacy versus a friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. Well, and again, I mean, the guy in Macau, it sounds like, was in his, was in Sean Penn's hotel room. Correct. Which... That's B and E. I mean, that's like your defense. That's self defense. You have no reason to guess that person is a journalist. Upside you- down by your feet over the ninth floor is probably a step too far. Probably, probably. You could. You've got a kickboxing you assistant know there. You just if, get the guy contained. Pretty and sure call- if they had dropped the guy, they probably would have found the keys to lock that prison door. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I. <laughs> okay. He is adamant she's cheating she's making him wildly jealous it's, oh this sounds awful yeah it's pretty awful. i mean particularly for her but it doesn't sound like he's having a lot of fun in no. the marriage well, at this point either projecting like he's kind of a lothario dude mm-hmm. madonna's great aunt tells people it didn't seem like they got along i'd <laughs> say he was insanely jealous of her in june of 1987 he's busted for a dui and a few days later is arrested for allegedly attacking an extra who he believed was trying to take a picture of him and his co-star Robert Duvall on the set. The extra was hospitalized for his injuries. Penn pleads down his DUI to reckless driving, was sentenced to 60 days in jail and two years of probation for the combination of offenses. Yeah. So she's busy and he's in jail. So they're not seeing a lot of each other. Probably contributes a little to the downfall. However, sources claim the couple begins fighting more. Once he's sprung. Sounds like he's not going in a good direction in his life anyway at this point. Well, they do a trial separation or friends are like, just separate. It's my parents' favorite line. My mom, separate. Like, get away from each other for a little while because it's toxic. Right. Okay. Apparently, 
They were separated all the time anyway, Madonna says. It doesn't make it any better. She first files for divorce in December 1987, after about 17 months of marriage. Yikes, I didn't realize it was that short. Well, she later withdraws those papers. So the first time she files, she files, she takes it back. Doesn't stick. Doesn't stick. Like There's love there. She wants to make it work. She will file again January 7th, 1989. Okay. After a few more years of trying and failing. There's some an incident or a few. So the rumors are that Penn physically abused her for years, which Madonna in later years, as recently as a few years ago, has said this is entirely untrue. I'm not sure where the line is on this one. They both deny it. Charges were filed against him and then dropped. A SWAT team was also called out to their Malibu home during all of this. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so this isn't just like gossipy people gossiping. There, There's actually reason to think that there might have been violence in the home. Correct. So Penn has been accused for years of brutality, uh, assaulting, kidnapping, sexually abusing Madonna when they were still married in 1987. The Daily Mail, so take it or leave it, reports that in June of 1987, Madonna went to the Cedars-Sinai Hospital for an x-ray after Penn apparently hit her across the head with a baseball bat. Good God. Penn was claimed to have bound and gagged his then-wife, who was rendered unrecognizable from the alleged beating. In 1991, Penn tells Playboy, Authorities came into their home. A SWAT team surrounded my house and came in every door. It happened because of the day we split up. She developed a concern that if she were to return to the house, she would get a very severe haircut. I, I don't know if she's trying to pull a Britney before Britney pulled a Britney, So she took this concern to the local authorities who came back up to the house. She felt the responsible thing to do would be to inform them since they were coming there ostensibly to keep her from getting a haircut and to let her gather some personal effects. There were no firearms in the house. No charges were ever filed. Dude, I don't know. What does he mean by haircut in this? I don't. No idea. This is 91. That is... It's weird. Slightly disturbing. Okay, so there's not much physical evidence to corroborate the abuse allegations. But Gawker compiles a litany of articles and sources. Penn and Madonna, again, both later adamantly refute the allegations. A few years ago, Penn files a $10 million lawsuit against Empire creator Lee Daniels for defamation of character because he brings up Oh, yeah, like Sean Penn did. He's comparing Sean Penn to another abuser. And Sean Penn's like, none of this is true, dude. So $10 million lawsuit. Madonna supports Sean Penn in court documents. Here's her statement. I'm aware of the allegations that have surfaced over the years accusing Sean of incidents of physical assault and abuse against me. Specifically, I'm aware of the allegations concerning an alleged incident that occurred in June 1987, whereby Sean allegedly struck me with a baseball bat. I know the allegations in those and other reports to be completely outrageous, malicious, reckless, and false. I am also aware of allegations concerning an incident that occurred in December 1989, which purportedly resulted in Sean's arrest for domestic assault and battery against me. I know those allegations to be false. While we certainly had more than one heated argument during our marriage, Sean has never struck me, tied me up, or physically assaulted me, and any report to the contrary is completely outrageous, malicious, reckless, and false. 
So, and they don't have children, correct? No kids. Okay, so I, I mean, Madonna is a hyper-realist, uh, as far as I can tell, and I can't really think of why, if she's not trying to protect their child or something, I can't really think of why she would lie about that stuff. I, like, it, yeah. So, you know, like maybe it was all press really. I mean, you're in the it, it certainly heat didn't, of a divorce. That's going to crackle sure. like wildfire. Sure. Of course, the SWAT team's going to come out, you know, whatever. Well, and it's two publicity hounds, too. So for all we know, they they were like, you know, what would really amp up the interest is Jeez. I'm going to yell really loud. And you while well, you call the cops like right. <laughs> their divorce is finalized September 14th, 1989. So in recent years. Here's what's tricky. I'm going to jump ahead and then we'll go back for you. But this is what I find fascinating. Things have been super amicable between Madonna and Sean. Also not something you would expect if he had, I don't know, hit her in the head with a baseball bat. Right. Like the two have been spotted in public on numerous occasions. In 2010, reconciliation rumors spark between our Leo lovers after he, after Sean divorces Robin Wright, Madonna and Sean Penn are seeing having a three-hour intimate dinner together. Sources say they've remained close friends, but they are fire and fire together romantically. She can only be with someone she can control. Like, don't hold your breath. They're not getting back together. But yes, they absolutely still love and adore each other. And there's more proof for this. So, So, okay, so we're going to ship these guys. Yes. Yeah, shipping them. When she plays at Madison Square Garden back in the early 20-teens, he shows up at her show, and she serenades him with True Blue, the Aww, song he which inspired. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. In 2012, Sean is overheard saying she's so hot while encouraging her to another one of her concerts. In 2015, I think this is when Madison Square Garden happened, he attends multiple concerts her movie premieres well like there's a show that happens so i guess after madison square madonna's playing a much smaller theater maybe it's a benefit or something and she's talking about it's so fucking charming she's like yeah played true blue last night and sean came out and here's what marriage is 30 years later 30 years after our divorce i do that show and he sends me the nicest little note the next day saying I really like your art. I get mm-hmm. it. And she's like, after fucking 30 years, this is marriage. Like 30 <laughs> years. It took you 30 years to get be like, oh, I totally get what you do. I shouldn't have been yeah. a raging asshole. Young, um, young, arrogant dude, though. I just thought it was. It's, his art is what matters. And yeah, but now he's an older, he's like, more mellow dude. Mm-hmm. And she was just, she was so touched by this. Like, yeah. I mean, it was funny. She Seriously. Right. After 30 years. God damn you. But. Kind of sweet at the same time. In 2016, she is uh, doing a charity auction for her foundation raising Malawi. There you go. That's what she said. <laughs> and he's at that same benefit. And she just on stage, everybody film it and all like, I still love you. I'm still in love with you. Like they offer to get married again for $150,000. Like, hey, anybody want to bid on that? Like, it could have been a joke, but they are both. Right. So oft quoted as Right. We still, you know. So is this a is the love of their lives? Is not to ugh, is this a Fergie Prince Andrew thing where they're better off not being married but they're 
I don't know if it's gone that far. Okay. Right now, I've made it as far as it's kind of like Lucy and Desi. Like, I can love you so fucking much, but not at the detriment of loving myself, which is a Leo. Like, sorry. I can love, 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 love all the love out of you, but I'm always going to love, like, not to the point where I don't love myself more. And here are barrels full of red flags. Right, right. It's not healthy for either one of us. No, I don't I, have time for toxic. Yeah, I feel like both of them, obviously, like, from a career place, they spent their 20s very well. But, uh, like, I think as people, their 20s were a gigantic mess because of how public their lives were. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do we want to do trash cans on this one? We can, yeah, because I think these are very, they're very they're different very stories. Different. Like, depending on who you believe, the press in 89 or the press in 2017, it was either a very low-key trash can divorce or... Or a very high trash can a divorce. very high five trash yeah. can filled with red flags. Would and you like baseball me bats, yeah. to make an outfit out of these red flags you've given me? To like wear it's... to the red flag ball. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can see how that could go either way. Like, you I know, I, I feel like it's, you know, like believe women if she says that that wasn't what was happening okay like again i can't think of any reason why she would people do a lot of nasty things in the middle of a divorce yeah they do and you say a lot of nasty shit that you later regret and it sounds like they were on the precipice of divorce for most of their marriage most of their marriage so So, but yeah there's a classic example friends of two leos together i'm not always saying it's gonna crash and burn it's fun to watch sure did for them though that's a tough one because both really do need to be in charge of that relationship and neither one is going to give an inch to do it. So I don't know, a field full of lions and trash cans and filled with red flags. There you go. That seems good. That's right. Madonna and Champagne. Okay. Let's take a short break and I will come back with Madonna. I can't wait for this. And Guy Ritchie. Let's do it. Boo-boo! What the hell was that sound? <laughs> hey, Trash Pandas. When you need a brain break from your day, let me recommend the game June's Journey for Android and iPhone. It's a hidden object mystery game where you are solving a murder, uncovering family secrets, and, I don't know, exposing official corruption? All in an extremely stylish 1920s setting. Every scene takes you deeper into the mystery and introduces you to an expansive cast of characters as June Parker explores the questions surrounding her sister's apparent murder-suicide at the family's beachfront estate. Add your own elements to the island, from lush gardens to gorgeous new buildings. This story has so many twists and turns. Right now, we are on a global journey attempting to rescue June's niece, Virginia. It's a great combo of gameplay. It's a memory puzzle, a design project an intriguing storyline with genuinely fabulous art. When you want to let your mind wander, relax into this glorious 1920s murder mystery and get lost in the fun. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, 
so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So old lady here. Admittedly, I have not really kept up with Madonna past Vogue. I still can Vogue. I got my cone bra, but <laughs> I don't know much of the last 30 years of what's been going on with Madonna. So tell me about the next trashy divorce. Interesting. Okay, so she she and Penn ended in 89. Is 89. Right? Okay. We're going to jump ahead a bit. Okay. Okay. The year is 1998. Oh, okay. Okay. Madonna is in London, where Sting and his wife Trudy Styler were having a dinner party. Oh. And Trudy, who is also an actress, director, and producer, and apparently a very intuitive person, decides to seat Madonna beside a young filmmaker whose debut feature she had invested in. Ah. Trudy. She, Trudy, had sure. invested Well, isn't in. that nice? She just had this thought that Madonna was really going to like this guy. And she was right. Oh. Mm. So his name is Guy Ritchie. He is born September 10th, 1968. So Ooh, he's a Virgo. decade younger than Madonna. Rawr. See, the thing I got out of that first was he's a Virgo. He's a Virgo. Which, in that mashup, I can, I can is that see birth? how it's... So yeah. fire and earth and we call that lava in astrology i think we'd have to look it up but I, I think it's lava the thing that is interesting about that to a leo like virgos put things in boxes they like to they like plans they like compartments they like things to be very organized so i can see how that is attractive to a leo who likes control to kind of find that somebody who's never really going to go woo to out of control because everything is that planned and compartmentalized. Yeah. And I think also for them, you know, she had been famous at this point for almost two decades and he, as they're dating, is about to become famous. He's they are at such different moments in their careers that I think for her, it was probably really exciting to watch it happen for someone else. Oh, sure. Um, especially someone that she cared about. So there's a lot going on here that I think was probably really cool and then was not really cool. Virgo is Earth. Okay. I just want to verify with astrology. <laughs> it's uh, it's lava. Fire and Earth is lava. So Virgo is Earth. Fire and Earth, lava. Lava. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot and slow moving. God, you just got out of getting burned alive. Now you're going to throw yourself into some lava. I mean. All right. Talk to me. But once once it cools down, it's just rock. So. Sean Penn knows about those. He used some to hit those photographers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Madonna and Guy begin dating. And he is at this time working on his first movie. His for, He'd done a short before that was well-received, apparently. So his first movie is Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which okay. I saw at the time. Liked a lot. Uh, it, it was a big hit. Really made a name for him. 
and the soundtrack came out on her Maverick Records label. So oh, again, really? like she's, sure. yeah, she's, the film field seems to interest her a lot, whatever. So she's dating this guy. He's younger. He's hot. He's suddenly getting famous. Probably pretty cool. So by 2000, Madonna is living full time in the United Kingdom. She gives birth to their son Rocco on August 11 of 2000. Yeah. Leah mom with a Leah baby. Lots of Leos in the story. And that's going to, there's going to be some Leo conflict because Rocco won't be a baby forever. Oh. Mm. In December of 2000, the family decamps to Scotland's Skibo Castle. I hope I pronounced that right. S-K-I-B-O. Whatever. It sounds lovely. Sure. Skibo Castle, where they christened Rocco. And the following day, they were married in front of a crowd that included Gwyneth Paltrow. Maid of honor. Yeah. Sting and Trudy, of course, were there. Rupert Everett, Brad Pitt. Stella McCartney, Donatella Versace, oh, wow. George Clooney, and Brad Pitt. They were well, all, just all right. hanging out for it. There were no reporters allowed, but at the christening the day before, I read in one news account, two men were arrested. One of them had snuck into the building and was like hiding in the bathroom during oh the whole Oh my God. <laughs> Leave the people alone. Leave them alone. So uh, Lords, her daughter. Oh, I guess we didn't talk about. So she, between Sean Penn and Guy Ritchie, she dated... A fitness instructor, sure, and slash actor, because I think once you're dating Madonna, you're slash actor. And so her daughter Lords was born in this time. So Lords is four years old at the time of this wedding. Oh, okay, so Rocco's second kid. Rocco is her second child. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sorry, I, for some reason I thought like it was news to me that Lords was not Sean Penn's daughter. Nope. <laughs> okay. So Guy, who I gather has Scottish ancestry, he is married in a kilt of the. Hunting Macintosh Tartan. Love it. My God, do I want to see Scotland at some point. Like, it drives me crazy. I'm reading this like, why have I not been there? Madonna wore a white Gothic style dress with a sash of the same tartan. Oh, lovely. After the ceremony, the new couple and their guests enjoyed a smoked salmon and haggis champagne reception. Wow. The whole thing cost $1.5 million. What? It's a lot of haggis. That's a lot of haggis. (laughs) Wow. Um, bold choice there on the haggis for your guests, by the way. Like, I, I'm, I approve. I know you would not approve. <laughs> I would be loaded on champagne. Like, do you have any crackers anywhere around this joint? Can I yeah. get some bread? Yeah. <laughs> do you have bread service? Is there butter? Is there <laughs> just, butter back just there? Have some bread and butter. That would be great. <laughs> okay. So for a while, things seemed like they were kind of not bad. He follows up Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels with the movie Snatch, starring Brad Pitt, which... I also really liked, um, he just, he suddenly had this, this very cool reputation as this edgy, fun director of like heist movies with a good like comedic balance sure. to them. Just couldn't be better, right? Madonna plans her first tour in eight years for 2001. Oh, wow. Which the Drowned World Tour became the highest grossing concert tour of the year, of course. Of course. Selling out. Holy four- crap. She sold out 47 shows in the US and Europe and wow. earned- $75 million for her effort. So, wow, that's a pretty good tour. Yeah. All right. Lucky number two. Things are going well. And then... They t- don't. 2002 happened. Yeah. Oh, no. And specifically, 2002 happened to Madonna. So in May, she appears in a West End production in London of a play called Up for Grabs that was destroyed by critics. The reviews were... I just, if you're Madonna, yeah, this must have been really, really, really hard. That fall, she had a cameo in the James Bond film, Die Another Day. Also, 
not terribly good. reviewed. It was short too, but it was just like, and Madonna's wooden performance mm. just, I really do feel like, like acting is just the thing. Like Madonna is so talented in so many ways, but acting is not something that she can cons- consistently hit her marks with for whatever reason, as much as she wants to. Also that year, this is like bad to worse. Madonna and Guy decided that they should make a movie together. (laughs) This film was called Swept Away. It was a romantic comedy written and directed by Guy, starring Madonna. And I'm just going to quote from the film's Wikipedia page because I never saw this. And given that the movie's global box office hall was about 500,000, odds are good that you didn't either. (laughs) The Wikipedia page says, quote, The film received extremely negative reviews and was a box office bomb. It is often considered to be one of the worst films ever made. Oh, God. Oh, no. So to be clear, the marriage endured for several more years. But from everything I've read about this, the impression that I come away with is that 2002 and specifically the release of this movie is where the honeymoon of Madonna and Guy Ritchie ended. (laughs) That was that was when the marriage turned into a work. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and just make a small counterpoint. Okay. And praise Madonna's performance in A League of Their Own. Oh, for sure. That was a great ensemble role Mm -hmm. in an ensemble cast. And there's just nothing wrong with that movie. She was delightful in that movie. There is nothing wrong with that movie. With her friend Ro, Ro and Moe. And Mm -hmm. I... No, I again. I'm not trying I'm to try be... to find the kindness in this because no, like... she did great in that. Oh, oh. Let me give you another fun fact. I learned about Madonna too. Okay, when she landed the role of Breathless Mahoney in Moby Dick, she was dating Warren Beatty at the time, and she's like, "Hey, listen, it's cool. I'll work for scale." And scale at the time was fourteen hundred dollars a day. But she said, "I'll work for scale and a percentage of gross profits." Dude, she's a genius. She may not be the best actress ever. Few little highlights. Moby Dick, she was fantastic in. League of Their Own. We can remember the bad ones. I remember the bad films. Do you mean Dick Tracy? Yes, I mean Dick Tracy. Did I just say Moby Dick? Twice. I was like, when did she... And who was Breathless Mahoney in Moby Dick? (laughs) Call me Breathless Mahoney. (laughs) I seek the white whale. We're leaving that in. Yes, thank you for the correction. I meant Dick Tracy. I'm an old lady. Birthday week was fun and hard. Happy birthday. Thank you. God bless. All right. We saw cats. Happy birthday. Dude, I'm still in jellical cat mood. It was amazing. Okay. Okay. So there's my interjection for... Right. And uh, yeah, again... Madonna isn't all lousy. I'm going to stand up for my fellow Leo gal. Oh my God. It is inarguable that Madonna is one of the most talented artists and performer like human beings alive. you name it yeah okay she, please continue with your story i apologize but you needed to know about her role in moby dick <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad because i missed that in my research so um, i got you <laughs> all right so o2 is kind of when the honeymoon is over okay for madonna and guy um <laughs> but they kept plugging along with their things madonna wrote uh a kid's book called English Roses that was a New York Times bestseller. Oh, that's fantastic. And of course, there was the infamous 2003 incident at the MTV Video Music Awards where she kissed Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. That was a good day. Television. It's a good day for MTV viewers everywhere. 
I'm trying to think of what the conversation would be if that happened today. Like, I think it would be about the power imbalance and the, the age differential and the, like, I think the conversation would be fascinating. At the same time, I hope Madonna never pulls that shit again because that was just sort of gross. It's a little weird. Yeah. You know okay. that the, because the first kiss with Britney got focused on like Christina Aguilera never really got her press right. for and the she, kiss. And she was apparently like, mad about it. Come yeah. on, man. I got kissed too. I got kissed too. What but yeah, about me? Like the camera. Oh, the camera cut away to Justin Timberlake. That's right. Because he was dating. Or they'd just broken Brittany. up. Yeah. And yeah. And so, oh, yeah. Poor Christina Aguilera. Oh. Anyway, I think life has gone well for her though. So you don't always need a kiss from Madonna. Dude, this is some spectacular connected trash candy. All Continue. Right. Continuing. I'm reasonably certain that even though they didn't divorce until 2008, that the year 2006 is when their relationship stopped being tenable for them both. Anyway, in 06, uh, Madonna was on tour supporting Confessions when she visited Malawi and funded an orphanage in the country. She encountered a baby there and decided to adopt him. A move that, okay, Angelina Jolie had already done this, sure. but it really struck many as very white savory mm. um, outside of Malawi. Inside of Malawi, it struck people as much, much worse than Ooh. that. One, it was probably also illegal under Malawi law, which oh, um, no. the law there had a residency requirement for adoption of like, you're supposed to live in the country for a year, before, which doesn't actually make a lot of sense, but... Anyway, obviously Madonna had not lived in Malawi for a year, uh, and she's allowed to leave the country with this kid. Oh. Second problem, the the baby is named David. David's father is still alive and well. Oh. And so there was a lot of controversy about that, but like reporters tracked this guy down, and he is an enthusiastic supporter of Madonna adopting his son. Oh, really? Um, David's mother, his wife, had died... A month after David was born? Like, oh, not long. Yeah, sad. And the dad felt like he couldn't care for the kid, and so he took the he took the baby to the orphanage, which is like 40 kilometers from the village okay. he lives in. So Johanne, I think is his name, was just weirdly enthusiastic about this. All of it just looked really weird and bad. Because it's also possible that the father was like, oh, my God, a super rich person from America. This is going to give my kid better opportunities than he'd ever have. Yeah. And he did say, like, look around this village. Like, she can do things for my child that I will never be able to do. Which, you know, I I don't know. Maybe it was all on the up and up. The adoption was ultimately finalized in 08. But, I mean, it was was a fight. Uh, Within Malawi, a coalition of 67 groups organized... And sued for the right to challenge the adoption order, which which was the order that allowed Madonna to leave the country with David and take him back to London. It was just lots and lots of drama. It generated a ton of publicity for Madonna, who theoretically was attempting to generate publicity for the AIDS crisis in Malawi, which is like Malawi has a huge number of orphans, which is what her Malawi Rising Foundation is is helping with. They fund uh, schools and orphanages and all of that. Not sure how effective all that was at actually, you know, giving the spotlight to the people of Malawi, but there you go. The adoption was approved at the, in May of 2008. Okay. So three kids? Yes. Okay. She has since adopted three more oh. children from Malawi. Oh. Um, so she, wow. she, yeah. For a total, Lots of kids. Total of six. Okay. So by this point, the marriage was on life support if it wasn't actually dead. 
by early 08, New York Yankee Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod, is seen coming and going from Madonna's New York apartment late at night. Unfortunately, at the time, A-Rod was also married. Oh, no. So Madonna is forced to release a statement that says, My husband and I are not planning on getting a divorce. I know Alex Rodriguez through Guy Osiri, who manages both of us. I brought my kids to a Yankee game. I am not romantically involved in any way with Alex Rodriguez. I have nothing to do with the state of his marriage or what spiritual path he may choose to study. God bless. Yeah. Well, by July, A-Rod's wife, Cynthia, had filed for divorce and was telling friends that she believed Madonna had used her study of Kabbalah to brainwash her husband. Oh, my God. Uh, Also, just because this is just fun. It's just trashy tidbit. uh, And what appears to have been an earlier extramarital dalliance by A-Rod. He was photographed with, uh, I think, what we would call an exotic dancer outside a club. And the New York Post ran the story with the headline, Stray Rod. Because, of course, they did. All right. By October 08, Madonna and Guy Ritchie were also filing for divorce. A-Rod kept showing up at her concerts, and she kept serenading him. And no, There's um, probably nothing going on. Yeah, there was something going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, now, because A-Rod's with J-Lo, there are always stories about, like, when they're at functions, like, the Met Gala or whatever, J-Lo, like, studiously avoids and, like, corrals him from talking to Madonna. <laughs> Well, you know, we're just good friends. Okay. So right around the time that they file for divorce in in London, there's this strange piece that pops up in the UK's The Mirror, right? And it's strange because the phone hacking scandal was still going on at this point. It hadn't really come to light yet. Okay. And this piece attributes a number of direct quotes to Guy, but no one is like identified as offering them i'm gonna read a little bit of it just so you can get how this may have just been pilfered from his phone or email or okay. or something guy Ritchie has opened his heart over the anguish he suffered as his marriage to madonna crumbled the 40 year old filmmaker told how he was gripped with pain and feared he would slip into depression during the agonizing years when their relationship began to fall apart at the seams guy said his superstar wife lost her sense of fun as she started to believe she was on a mission to save the world. Aw. Well, he told, middle age will change you, man. Yeah. He told a friend, quote, I'm afraid the laughs in our life together were long gone. And the movie director gave a fascinating insight into Did his... Did he give this to a fucking script writer before it was Jesus? That's that's what I'm saying. Like, this looks like written communication. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The movie director gave a fascinating insight into his seven-and-a-half-year marriage to the pop queen. He said to mates, All he wanted was an ordinary family life, but Madonna preferred the trappings of a celebrity lifestyle, scuppering the idea that they could ever live as a normal couple. Okay, that was just the reporter Did you writing. get the fact you were marrying Madonna? What about, like, she's never so, going to put on an apron and be a fucking housewife, dude. So here's a bunch of, here's a bunch of direct quotage. Again, here's a bunch of direct quotage from Guy Ritchie. Okay. That is not attributed to any particular source. All right, here's a little more. So Guy added, quote, She's obsessed with her own public image, obsessed with being seen as some kind of global soothsayer. It's silly. She's a pop star. And some of the advisors around her, some of whom have gone, made it impossible for us to have a semblance of a normal life. They worshipped at the altar of Madonna. I just wanted a regular husband and wife thing, not least for the sake of the kids. But it was always a great song and dance just to do ordinary stuff. 
I went along with all the heal the world rubbish at first. Blokes do, <laughs> blokes do anything to keep the missus sweet. But when she started getting a bit up herself about it, oh, he, lovely Brits. But when she started getting a bit up herself about it, I would take the piss, which I think means go drinking. Yeah. So okay. There was yeah. We, whatever. All of that is oh, just yeah. such beautiful I'm British a, lexicon. I love it. Yeah. I mean, he says stuff like she feels validated by all the showbiz bullshit and all that Oprah style need for self-discovery. It sort of boils down to he kind of saw himself as a pretty regular guy, I think. And sort of, again, he was like 30 when his first movie came out. And you are not married to a regular girl, dude. No, no. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, besides she's Madonna, she's a Leo and recognize You're not married to a regular girl. Yeah. And a a decade older and, you know, several decades ahead in her career from where, like, just all of it. it, I think all of this stuff, again, was really cool for both of them in the beginning. Like, she probably, as as he was becoming famous and probably, like, I assume when he went to the grocery store, people would bother him. And, you know, she probably gave him a lot of grounding and, like, yes, this is going to happen and here's what you do and here's how that feels. Like... It was probably really good for both of them. But over time, just that out of syncness probably expanded. See, I'm going to take the opposite view as English guy wants a girl he can fit into a box because he's a Virgo. And she's never going to fit in a box. That could be too. Interesting. Okay. In 2015, uh, Madonna discussed some of the dynamics in their marriage and how that, that all had felt to her with the son. She says, I think when you get married, you have to be willing to make a lot of compromises, and that's fair enough. I think that's the way it goes in relationships. However, you know, I did find myself sometimes in a state of conflict. There were many times when I wanted to express myself as an artist in ways that I don't think my ex-husband felt comfortable with. There were times when I felt incarcerated. I really wasn't allowed to be myself. So, you know, she goes on to say, it doesn't mean that marriage is a bad thing, but if you're an artist, you've got to find someone who accepts you who accepts who you are and uh, and is comfortable with that. Well said, Madonna. I think so. The divorce itself appeared to be Madonna washing her hands of the whole thing. Like, I'm sure that Guy made real money on his successful films during this period, but Madonna's net worth is not that far south of a billion dollars. Holy crap. So Guy, according to various media reports that the couple vigorously disputed, Walked away with 80 or 90 million dollars in the settlement. Whoa. 50 or 60 million pounds, including a pub the couple had owned together and a Wiltshire estate. Wow. Mm-hmm. They also agreed on joint custody with Madonna and Lords returning to New York and Rocco and David splitting their time between their parents in the two cities. And um, her kids, when, when she was on tour, the kids would all tour with her. Oh, um, okay, great. When Rocco was 15 in 2015, he was a 15-year-old boy, and he told mom that he was not getting on a plane to come back to spend Christmas with her, and she could stuff it, because he was with his dad in London, and that was that. So this did not (laughs) go great. was not happy. Madonna goes to court and gets a judge. This is so ridiculous. She goes to court in Manhattan, gets a judge to order a 15-year-old boy to do something a 15-year-old boy does not want to do. And wow. Honestly, if a 15-year-old kid does not want to be on a plane for eight hours, that kid has so many means at his disposal of forcing that plane to go back to London and land. <laughs> they like Literally, you can't do this. Shockingly, Rocco continued not doing what he was told. (laughs) 
And the feud escalated to, like, Rocco blocked his mother on Instagram, and then he deleted his account entirely. Later, it came back, and his description of himself was just, son of a bitch. (laughs) That changed, um, yeah. Uh, Madonna filed kidnapping charges against Guy Ritchie. Oh my god. Um, In March, a lawyer representing Rocco asked the New York judge to rescind the order that he, you know, was ignoring. Because he's 15, and it was causing him a lot of stress. This is not how custody fights are supposed to work with 15-year-old kids. Okay, so by that time, he was in school in London, and his mother had consented to, like, I guess if you're not going to come back to New York, you do need to be in school, so fine. So, yeah, the kidnapping charges (laughs) got, uh, they were given all the seriousness they deserved by a judge in London who basically told the parents to get their shit together and work out an agreement that works for Rocco. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, specifically the judge said, the boy very quickly becomes a man, far better for each of his parents to spend that time enjoying, in turn, <laughs> the company of the mature, articulate, and reflective young man who is their son and who is a very great credit to them both. Aw. So, Yeah. Well, you can tell why that dude's a judge. That was a very diplomatic, wonderful thing to say. Yeah, it really... But yes, get your shit together is really... Lawyered. That's Marshall Erickson right there. Total. All right. In September, they finally nailed down an agreement that allowed Rocco to stay with Guy in London. And with that, it seems that Rocco and his mom have been able to reconcile from terrain that the teen was more comfortable on. Like, you're not going to win a fight against a Mm 15-year-old... On a different continent. Like, you, yeah, it's no, not going to happen. Find a new so. way to have this battle. Yeah. Okay, so um, Guy Ritchie remarried in 2015 to model Jackie Ainsley. Uh, they'd been dating since 2010. They have three children together. So Guy has a total of five children. Madonna remains single. I'm shrugging because whatever. She has not remarried, let's say. She's adopted three more children since the end of her marriage with Guy. So, total of six. In June, she released her 14th studio album, Madam X, which debuted at number one, as her records are wont to do. I have not heard it yet, but gay Twitter seemed to feel that it was not her best work. We believe gay Twitter. We do believe gay Twitter. About Madonna. I mean, for sure. Most things, really. Anyway, about Madonna, for sure. Uh, And that is the trashy divorce and trashy custody fight of Madonna and Guy Ritchie. Oh my God, how many trash cans? Mm-hmm. Wow, it's tricky. I think the divorce and custody separately, and I think it, I think it's worse for Madonna on both because she she was cheating with a Rod. Okay, like I get that by that point the marriage was pretty dead, but still broke up a Rod's marriage, and his marriage was probably pretty much dead. At th- whatever. I'm, I'm gonna go with like four. Okay. Um, and then the custody, like that was just that was just two stubborn people, and I don't Guy Ritchie's not in that at all. That is like Too her and her is. son mm-hmm. being stubborn at each other. And I'm giving that five. Okay. For her. So add those into the field full of lions and red flags. Yeah. That was a fun episode. Yeah, that's, it is. It's, a, it's like a, a, a field dotted with flaming trash cans and red flags. And lions. And lions. There you go. And that's that. And you thought Burned Alive was just a joke. Ha, we gotcha on astrology for the week. So she and Sean Penn are one day apart on their mm-hmm. birthday, and yep. then she and her son are five, five days mm-hmm. apart on their birthday. And yeah, and it's just conflict city. Except it's not. Like, everybody loves each other. Oh my God, Leos are very heads. They're very But it's loyal. conflict city, too. It's, it's all love, mm-hmm. but they're very headstrong. Seems fun. All right, there's your 
uh, birthday rap for yeah. birthday girl Madonna. Yeah. Birthday boy Sean Penn. Ooh. Coming up birthday boy Guy Ritchie. It's a fun trashy divorce. Leo archetypes all. Oh, yeah. And I guess uh, this episode will come out on Rocco's birthday. Happy oh, well, birthday, there you go. Rocco, who, Happy again, birthday, you're Rocco. 19 this year. Good on you, dude. Cool. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Y'all are the very best. You're the very best. We'll be back with you next week. With more Trash Candy Spectacular. All the Trash Candy Spectacular. <laughs> in the meantime, keep, keep it trashy, it trashy. y'all. <laughs> Bye. And thanks to you for listening. Trashy Divorces is a Hemlock Creatives production created and produced right here in Atlanta, Georgia by us, Stacy and Alicia, with a little research and writing help from the brilliant Melissa O. Our art is by Sydney V. Smith. That's Sydney V. Smith at CarbonMade.com. And our music is used with permission of Ratsy. Check her out at Ratsy's store on Instagram and definitely drop into Ratsy's store anytime you're in Oberlin, Ohio. You can contact us at TrashyDivorces at gmail.com or find us on the World Wide Web at TrashyDivorces.com. If you need more trash candy in your life, our Patreon community includes some of the very best humans around and thousands of hours of bonus content at every level of support. Join the fun at Patreon.com slash TrashyDivorces. Interested in some Trashy Divorces swag? Check out our merch shop and Trash Panda Enthusiasm Society at bit.ly slash trashy gear want to advertise with us reach out to sales at advertisecast.com for more information and last but not least come play with us on social media i keep most of our trashy divorces instagram hopping stacy and i share it up over on facebook including our trashy divorces podcast discussion group come join us over there and thanks again everybody for listening keep it trashy y'all